My name's Jet, and these are my freedom fighters, Nick and Brendan. Hey guys, stop goofing around over there. I'm trying to do like an introduction thing. Yeah, we're heading to Ba Sing Se, trying to make new lives for ourselves. Well, I don't think these two ever had lives to begin with. Hey, hey guys, stop sniffing each other's butts, okay? It's gross. Yeah, we're out here trying to liberate people from the tyranny of the Fire Nation. Okay, now you guys got your heads stuck in each other's butts. How'd you even do that? everybody at last it is time to discuss episode 32 of avatar the last airbender nick montagani here with brendan riley brendan a pleasure to be with you it sure is we're here to do the thing that we do once a week that we do so well and we just can't stop doing it nope we won't try to make us we'll fight you People are begging us to stop. Please, we hate this. Come on. Enough already, they say. No, it's not enough yet. <laughs> we'll say when it's enough. <laughs> and we'll never say, because it's not ever going to be it enough. It will never be enough. <laughs> uh, we're insatiable. Hey, <laughs> Brendan. Hello, Nick. Breaking news. <laughs> Did you see the breaking news breaking tonight? The Zelda movie? Of course, we are talking about Nintendo is making a live-action Legend of Zelda movie. Please don't. Why? Why? Please stop what you're doing. Who thought this was a good idea? Link doesn't speak. <laughs> like, I don't want this. Please stop. Not until now. I don't want Link to have a voice. I was already mad well. that Zelda had a voice. Unless unless they get Andrew Garfield to just go, yeah, the whole movie. I would love that. I mean, I would like that, too. I would like any big Hollywood actor to have to do the link grunts <laughs> and no other lines. That would be very silly. I'd be I'd be for that. But is that true? Is it Andrew Garfield? That's what I heard. I have not heard any specific actor. I've seen a lot of uh, theorizing a lot of wish lists out mm. there. Okay. People wanting Jack Black to play Tingle is the big one I'm seeing. Oh, I hope Tingle's not in that movie. I so I I hope they don't do what they did with the Mario movie. <laughs> this could be anything. Uh, Zelda Zelda should be like a fantasy adventure movie. Mm -hmm. I hope they don't try to turn it into like a a comedy kids movie like they did. It works for Mario. Like that's that's Mario colorful, bright and fun like but that's not what Zelda is. And I hope they don't try to make it that. I also don't want that because that's not the vibe of Zelda. I would have expected them to do that based on the success of the Mario movie and then mm -hmm. just try to make like other movies, same genre, but with different 
like pallets yeah. attached to them is what I would have expected out of Nintendo from this point. Yep. But with it even being live action, that kind of throws a lot of that out the window. Mm-hmm. Which is good. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I mean, live action Zelda... It, I mean, I, I'm not going to go so far as to say it makes sense, because they should not be doing this at all. No, but the, Zelda doesn't need a movie. Um, Mario didn't need a movie either, though, and I liked that, so... We had fun. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I Zelda's more precious to me than Mario is. Sure. So I'm, I'm more wary of this, I think. I think I agree with you there. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some of the specifics that we do know. Uh, the whole thing was announced in this series of tweets that were <laughs> I think they did this when they announced the Mario movie too. The tweets are like, this is Miyamoto son. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's not. Attention. I mean, maybe this is, is Miyamoto speaking. This is Miyamoto speaking. The call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> Execute order 66. <laughs> this tweet will explode in three, <laughs> two. Um, no, they announced Live action Zelda in the works being uh, co-produced by Sony Pictures Entertainment. Yep. Which is interesting. Nintendo and Sony working together on Oh something. my god. The words, not, what is the world coming to? Not since the days of the PlayStation that didn't actually happen. Yeah. Well, the, the Nintendo disk drive, which became the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Something along those lines. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, it is being produced by Miyamoto and this guy, Avi Arad, I think is his name. Yep. Who has produced uh, th- many movies, uh, including multiple Spider-Man movies and the Venom movies. Yep. The Amazing Spider-Man movies, I think. I think you're right about that. With Andrew Garfield, which is probably why I heard that. It was probably uh, a joke. Okay, that makes sense. Now that, that I'm thinking about sense. it. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting the band back Yeah. <laughs> Because the same person also said Paul Giamatti was going to be Ganon. And I was like, interesting choice, but I'm for it. Uh, Paul Giamatti can be anyway. Paul Giamatti should be Link. <laughs> Just That's fine. fucking frumpy Italian Link. <laughs> that would be I'm right. not going to go on this adventure. <laughs> I'm refusing that call. <laughs> Link doesn't want any fucking Merlot is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so produced by that guy. So again, like you're talking about, we don't want it to be this kind of goofy kids movie. This, this guy's produced, you know, those movies and the Venom movies, which I have not seen, but those are all pretty like, uh, adultish. Yeah. Yeah. The Venom movie was fine. I only saw the first one, but it was fine, Mm -hmm. you know, for what it is. Which, yeah. is it, which is a movie no one asked for. <laughs> it's kind of, it's pretty much like what I heard about it. It's like, yeah, those movies, you know, I saw them. I didn't hate them. They happened. Which, Eminem did a song. Oh, well, then it's got to be good. Because Venom. Is he going to be, is he going to do a song for the Zelda movie? Oh, I hope so. That'd I hope really he, good. I hope he does a rap cover of that System of a Down song. Uh, Chop Suey. No, is was it System of a Down or was that another one of those like, you know how you like on on the early internet when you would pirate music, it would always like attribute any comedy song was Weird Al. Is that what was yeah. happening with that Zelda song too? The link um, he come to town. 
Oh, okay. No, now I know which one you're talking about. A lot of my uh, comedy songs were attributed to Tenacious D, even though they were very clearly not. Very clearly not. Yeah. All the ones I saw because I was looking for Weird Al. I found a lot of not Weird Al songs that said they were him. The only gay Eskimo. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, we're going back in time. That's a great. I have actually knew who that was because I have that on a CD. Uh, we don't have to talk about the only gay Eskimo. <laughs> Burn victim girl. <laughs> anyway. Same band. <laughs> the movie's being directed by this person, Wes Ball, who I had never heard of, uh, but his previous credits include all three of the movies in the Maze Runner trilogy. They actually made three of those? I thought they stopped after the first one. Oh, I had no, no, no idea. They did the whole damn thing. I liked the first one. I was waiting for sequels and thought they never came out. <laughs> They're out. They're waiting. Oh, my for you. God. I know what I'm doing this weekend. <laughs> Let's stop the podcast. We'll come back. We're not going to review the <laughs> this episode of Avatar. We are instead reviewing the entire Maze Runner trilogy. Ah, I thought the first one was actually pretty good. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> well, anyway, that's the guy who's directing the Zelda movie. Does that make you feel any better about A it? A little bit. Yeah. Okay. A little bit. I just, so I I don't, I just, what does the structure of a Zelda movie look like? Does he get items? Is he going to get a hook shot? They got to give us a little bit of that fan service where he will go some like different acts or scenes within the movie culminate in him getting some new item. They got to at least do that like a few times in the movie. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't know. I I feel like it's just going to be. They're in the woods, and now they're in a, a dungeon, and he gets attacked by a spider, and now they're done with that, uh, and he's uh, sailing in a red boat, so all the fans go, oh, red boat. And Zelda is in peril, but it turns she, out she was she, stronger. She girl bosses the shit out of it. <laughs> stronger than anyone gave her credit for, because <laughs> this is her fight song, and... <laughs> She goes, Link goes to save Zelda, but it turns out when he opens the door to the room she was staying in, she's already defeated all of the guards, and she yeah. says, took you long enough. <laughs> Actually, they, they could do a really good <laughs> Zelda girl boss plot if they went with the Sheik plot. That would be great. And I'd I would be like very them to okay that. with that, I think. There's too many Zelda things that they can't cram them all mm-hmm. into one single movie. I wonder if they'll pick a game and kind of follow that. Uh, and if they do, will they pick the first one? Mm. I doubt it. Uh, yeah. Will there? Will somebody pick... say it's dangerous to go alone? Oh fuck yeah! I mean that's that's a given. Mm-hmm. Um, they will do what I think are probably the most popular games. So they will either do Breath of the Wild uh, or Ocarina of Time. I would say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Ocarina of Time, I feel like, is the most baseline, like, simple, kind of generic Zelda plot that Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of them kind of have based themselves around in the years since that game came out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I I do think that they'll probably lean in that direction for at least the first movie, which will make a ton of money, probably. Yep. And then from there, they can get wild. I think they'll... Most the majority of the movie will be finding the Master Sword, and sure. a big portion of that will be the Lost Woods. Okay, I think they'll spend a lot of time in the Lost Woods finding the Master Sword, 
And then once they have it, maybe, maybe they'll do a dungeon and then go fight Ganon. And that'll be it. Maybe one dungeon. Do they, does he open a chest and get a map? Um, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would or say somebody will, before he goes into the dungeon, one of somebody they meet hands him a map like here link take this and while they do that there's like a little in like very subtle strings in the background that go yeah <laughs> yep uh he subtle. he's in the dungeon and he walks into a room and there's like a a moblin in fucking lingerie and he like turns around all shocked and says it's secret to everyone <laughs> and then link backs out of the room <laughs> I'm not going to complain about that. <laughs> that would be, I'd be okay with that bit. Yeah. If they did that, <laughs> I'd be what? like, this, all right. This movie's gonna be <laughs> all right. <laughs> this is going to be a good movie. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'll, I'll try not to be too pessimistic about it, but I'm, I'm worried for my beloved franchise. <laughs> this is the same way we felt about Mario. Again, like you just said, both of us are a little more precious when it comes to Zelda, but like with Mario, mm. we were very, very skeptical. And at the end of the day, I don't think the movie was very well structured, but mm. like we had a pretty fun time but it was watching fun. it. Yeah. Yep. And you can go back and listen to our full review of the Super Mario Brothers movie available in our podcast feed. Do you think um, the Zelda movie will have a licensed soundtrack? I'm terrified to think of that. No. No, I don't think so. No? I think live action, it's going to be like a sweeping score. Or an orchestral score. Something, yeah. I think that's I think that's more likely. Um, but maybe in the credits, they'll hit us with like some Evanescence or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why that was my go-to. <laughs> Zelda suiting up in the chic costume and uh, bad guy starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> she suits up at that and it's... Limp biscuits rolling. <laughs> so anything is possible. Um, yeah, I'm with you. Let's, I mean, I guess let's, I'm, I'm not cautiously optimistic. I'm just cautious. Yeah. Yeah. I want it to be good. If they're going to do it, I, I hope they do it well. I hope so too. Let's reserve judgment. We'll see how it goes. We've probably got, I mean, this is just the announcement. It took several years for the actual Mario movie to come out after the initial announcement. So we're probably a ways off from yeah seeing this. I bet we'll probably get a um a cast list somewhat soon though. Like next next few months I would say. Paul Giamatti as Link. It's it's gonna happen. <laughs> Paul Giamatti as every character. I'm fine with that. It's a one man show. <laughs> and Jack Black as Zelda. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be great mm-hmm. if it follows those exact terms that we've set. Jack Black, Jack Black is every uh, every supporting character, not supporting character, like uh, your guide character, like your Navi or your Midna. Sure. King of Red Lions. He says, hey, listen, ringing, ging, 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 do. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, Brendan, uh, the Zelda movie is. Still so far away, but our recap of episode 32 of Avatar The Last Airbender is coming right now. Woo! Yep, 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 yep. Episode 32 of Avatar The Last Airbender, titled The Serpent's Pass. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Brendan, you were just asking me a bunch of questions about how this episode is <laughs> structured. <laughs> yeah, on Netflix or... 
probably on any streaming service where it's available. Here's the confusing part about it. So this episode, episode 32, and the next episode, episode 33, they both aired on September 15th, 2006. And... You have not yet watched the next episode. I will say they are kind of a companion piece, mm-hmm. um, but they're not. I don't think they were originally presented as like an actual kind of two parter, mm-hmm. like an event. Right, exactly. It's it's almost like what we talked about with um, the desert and the library, the last two episodes that we watched. Yeah, but for. Whatever reason, in subsequent years since this has come out, uh, Nickelodeon has decided to package these two episodes together in one double-length kind of special that they have retitled, I think, The Secret of the Fire Nation is what they call it. Yep, that's what it says on Netflix. That's what it says on Netflix. I've seen that that's what it says on like the DVD menu when you buy this on DVD. Um, But these (laughs) were originally two separate episodes. They were not this one thing that has been redubbed the secret of the Fire Nation. I'm not really sure why they I'm not sure why they decided to do that. So it's not even really like a two part thing. I mean, (laughs) because I didn't watch the second half. So like, I don't know if it just picks up right where this one rolled or it it does it does very much do that but it's it's not i don't think it was originally intended to be like parts one and two of a special called the secret of the fire nation like that was not how it was originally presented that's just kind of how they've now they decided on that later exactly Mm -hmm. um so it's a little bit confusing (laughs) um this is one of those episodes that like I thought about because I'm the one who knows about all these like multi-part episodes and should we do them all in one? How should we structure them? I was looking at this and I'm like, oh, maybe with this being this kind of double length thing, maybe we'll do both of them in one. But I think there's enough to say about this episode that it would just take forever if we tried yeah. to do two episodes right now. Yeah. So we're just going to do this one. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> So if you're coming into this, if you're watching along and you watch the episodes before we release the episodes, uh, you might have fucked up. And that's not your fault. Blame it on Nickelodeon. They Mm -hmm. failed you. Yeah. As they so often will. Mm -hmm. You can't trust those guys. Nope. That's what I always say. Uh, We'll try not to hold it against them. And we certainly won't hold it against you, especially since you're here listening. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you. Thank you for being here with us to discuss the Serpent's Pass, is what we're calling this one. Mm-hmm. Previously on Avatar, the gang survived some tough times out in the desert after Appa was stolen. <gasps> Not good. Nope, very bad. We could use him right about now. Mm-hmm. This episode might have gone a little bit differently. This whole episode could have been skipped if they had it. We, d- we didn't need to do any of this shit. <laughs> but think of all the fun hijinks we would have missed out on. Yeah. <laughs> not, a, not a lot of hijinks the, in this the episode. Budding, the budding romances. The love triangles. Oh, everyone's so horny in this episode. <laughs> I love it. I'm horny for this episode. <laughs> 
Uh, Oppa's captors said that uh, they sold him and he is likely in Bossing Say, which, hey, good news. The gang was heading there anyway. That's where everyone's going. All roads lead to Bossing Say, it seems. That's what they say. That's what they Bossing Say. That's what they Bossing Say. Oh, boy. How many times are we going to do this? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> That's the first of a thousand times that we'll do this. <laughs> That's good, though. I mean, hey, what, little thing. what can I boxing say? <laughs> All right, I got to save him. I can't, I can't blow the whole load right now. I think you've boxing said enough on this episode, Brendan. <laughs> boxing say what you will. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> I think we're in for a treat. We got to move on here. <laughs> Uh, yes, everyone is heading there, including Zuko and Iroh. We know where they're headed there as regular old refugees. Hell yeah. So we'll see if everybody meets up and has a good time and mm-hmm. they'll go out to dinner or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's time to make amends, I think. You gotta squash the beef. Look, we're all here now. We're living new lives. Let's like play Yahtzee or something. Mm-hmm. They're going to have fun. Um, the gang is relaxing in some pool somewhere. Aang is floating in this big pond and turns himself into a giant ice cube. It's <laughs> yeah. good stuff. Katara jumps from a high cliff above them. She shouts, water bending bomb. Oh, creates this huge wave that gets everybody all wet. Sokka's here. He's studying some maps. They get all wet. He gets huffy about this, and then Katara bends the water out of his maps. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah, I think he's right to be huffy, though. Like he says, he makes a very good point here. He's like, ancient maps from the fucking lost library. You're just going to fucking splash them? <laughs> These are, there couldn't be anything more delicate in this world. <laughs> yeah. And here um, you are playing games. Yeah, I don't know. And Ang's giggling about it, which was a little bit jarring to me because the last time we saw him, he was like in a murderous rampage. And even when we see him in the rest of this episode, he's like dead to the world. Yeah, but right now he's having a good time. Well, that's thanks to Katara's waterbending bomb, don't that's you true. know? It's true. And his his self ice cube trick. Could he get out of that? If if she hadn't splashed him out of the water and smashed the ice, would he have been able to get himself out of that? I don't know. He got himself into that, so. Yeah, but I mean, with the use of his arms and legs. Hmm. Which he no longer has the use of. Can his body, yeah, can he just radiate water bending out of his body, even if it's motionless? That's a good we point. We know that Boomy can earthbend with just his face. So, but is But is Aang powerful enough for that? Well, Katara has not been training him maybe enough for him to be ready to do this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Hard to say. I wish the he rest of the episode forever. Yeah, I wish the rest of the episode was just him stuck in the ice cube. They're just like pushing him around, sliding him. Katara, you can get me out of here if you want to. She says, no, no, you made your cube. You have to lay in it. <laughs> Sokka is planning their route to bossing say. Uh, where they are now, compared to where the city is, is mostly surrounded by these big bodies of water. Uh-huh. 
There's only one narrow passageway between these bodies of water that is called the Serpent's Pass. Yeah. It's the name of the episode. Whoa, roll credits. (laughs) We're done. We have to go on the Serpent's Pass. Let's not do it now. Let's do it (laughs) in part two of this weird two-parter. Hell yeah. (laughs) Uh, Sokka kind of blurts out like, hey... This Serpent's Pass is really our only option without Appa around here these days. Mm-hmm. Katara's like, Sh- shut up. Aang's right there. She she says it in a way that makes it sound like she's just saying gibberish, though. She she says, hey, shut up about Appa. Uh, but when I when I was watching it the second time in like a faster speed, it just I just heard, shut up, Appa. Shut up, Appa. What's the matter with you, <laughs> I was very. In- I actually had to rewind it. Like, hold on, hold on. What did you just say, <laughs> Tara? Did you just say, say shababa da baba? Did you just start scatting at that man? <laughs> bop baba doo bop but up bang boo. Shababa <laughs> <laughs> baba. <laughs> yeah, she said beep boo doo but up bop, and Sokka loved it. Uh, <laughs> that's very funny. <laughs> Um, Aang is sulking near them. He's like, no, it's cool. It's cool. I'm fine. Can we just like talk about anything else, please? <laughs> They're about to get going, but they are approached by some other refugees. Uh, there's a man and his very pregnant wife is with him. And there's some other woman with them, too. Yeah. Who's this other woman? Who never gets a chance to shine in this episode. <laughs> She's his I mistress. Yeah, I kind of felt guilty. I had to take her along. My wife is not (laughs) thrilled about it. She's actually the wife. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know what? That's a good point. I feel a responsibility to this woman. (laughs) For no reason. This pregnant woman? Never met her before. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah, total stranger, but we got to help her along. Uh, I got to help her. (laughs) (laughs) Don't ask why. (laughs) Brendan, I am happy to report to you that uh, this is indeed the same pregnant couple that Zuko almost robbed in Zuko alone. I thought so. It is, in fact, the same, too. Zuko decided not to steal their meat, and they've made it this far. Yeah. So who is this other lady, then? (laughs) I I don't... When did they pick her up? (laughs) Soon after that. She was also walking by like Zuko was, but she didn't think better like Zuko did. And she was like, hey, can I have some of that meat? She was sitting just off out of frame. <laughs> now I've been here the whole time. <laughs> hey, good to see you guys again. Oh, that wasn't us. I meant the viewers at home. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, don't worry about it. A wink. They are also headed to Bossing Say. Of course, everybody mm-hmm, is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Katara brings up, they are going on the Serpent's Pass. And they gasp. And they call it a... Deadly root is how oh, they no. describe it. It's not bossing safe. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Should we even continue? <laughs> I'm sure I could have more. <laughs> I Yeah, but I don't want to give you the opportunity. <laughs> we got to continue. <laughs> what will he bossing say next? <laughs> The man suggests instead they should go to this place called Full Moon Bay. 
mm. which is hidden from the Fire Nation and runs ferries for refugees into Bossing Say. Mm-hmm. Sounds a lot better. They're going to go with that option. And they all give Sokka a lot of shit after this guy suggests that, as if he had any way of knowing this place existed. Way to go, Sokka. The yeah, deadly Sokka. passage. Come on now. Why didn't you just suggest this place none of us knew about five seconds ago? <laughs> Poor planning on Sokka's part. Come on, man. Cut the man some slack. (laughs) Uh, Full Moon Bay, it's this huge cavern with like these large ferries carrying just scores and scores of refugees off to Ba Sing Se. The whole place has got like Earth Kingdom symbols on the walls and everything. It's very official. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The guards there are standing on the inside of the door. So they have to Seems. open the door before they know who's on the other side of it. Surprise, it's the Fire Lord. <laughs> oh, they got to close it real quick. <laughs> oh. Ooh, he's right outside, isn't he? Oh, we should really station people on the other side of this door. Awkward. <laughs> that just happened. <laughs> uh, a ferry takes off from this bay. Mm-hmm. And we zoom in on it. And on the deck, who should be on this boat but Iroh and Zuko themselves? Yeah, there they are. These refugees heading off to the city just like they said they would be. Mm-hmm. Um, Iroh very solemnly ponders, who would have thought after all these years I'd return to the scene of my greatest military disgrace? And then he whips around and he says, as a tourist, and he gives a big smile and he puts on a little straw hat that's got like a flower on it. He's fucking great. (laughs) He's not going to let it bring him down. I wonder what amenities they have in Ba Sing Se. (laughs) I'm going to have a lovely time. I've never seen the inside of it. (laughs) No, no. Just the wall. And I'll, I'll tell you, it was beautiful. It's a giant fucking wall. It's a big old wall. It's like they're expecting titans or something. Well, you got to keep out people like Iroh, and so far, (laughs) they've done a pretty good job of that. True. Um, Zuko's like, this is not a vacation, Uncle. Our life sucks right now. Yeah. And Iroh should have said vacation is a state of mind. I'm always on vacation, baby. (laughs) I'm on island time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Zuko not feeling that. He's like, our life sucks. This food that we're eating on this boat also sucks. Yeah, he's in he's in full complaining mode right now. Yeah, this is the Zuko that we've come our to know favorite in, Zuko. in season two. <laughs> yep. Can't but be happy Uncle, this sucks. I just want a warm bed and a DiGiorno pizza. <laughs> and a loving family. <laughs> And you're not cutting it for me, Uncle. <laughs> for some reason, I need my terrible dad and sister. <laughs> He'll never be enough. No. Nope. Uh, no matter how hard he tries. And he's trying really hard. The tragedy of Iroh. <laughs> it is really tragic if you think about it. Uh, Zuko spits out this nasty looking gruel. And he's like, I'm tired of this. And a familiar voice off screen, as Brendan shakes his head, this familiar voice off screen asks, aren't we all? 
<laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> the moment we've all been waiting for. We knew we knew this day would come. <laughs> as much as we tried to put it off, they couldn't do it forever. <laughs> the camera pans over a blade of wheatgrass sticking out of the mouth of a devilishly handsome young teen. <laughs> and Brendan... He's back. Oh, yeah. In the same exact way he did in episode 10 of this television show, this boy says, my name's Jet, and these are my freedom fighters. Oh, yeah. Jet's back. Mm -hmm. And only two of the freedom fighters are back. Very few. Yeah, it's, it's a slim crowd. I think most of them kind of, you know, have had enough of his bullshit. After the war crimes? <laughs> I'm not sure I can go along with this anymore, Jet. That was a little intense. <laughs> Smeller being Longshot or the real ride or die, though. <laughs> yeah, look, I got nothing else. If I end up dead here, yeah. it's. You think I can get another job be. with the name Smeller B? No one's going to hire me. <laughs> I can't put that on a resume, but I got to stay true to me. <laughs> it's like Longshot. Is that his name? It's like Longshot always says. It's like Longshot always says. And then Smeller B just sits there silently for a few seconds. <laughs> it's like Longshot always says. <laughs> Here's the deal. I hear the captain's eating like a king while us refugees have to feed off his scraps. Doesn't seem fair, does it? What sort of king is he eating like? The fat, happy kind. You want to help us liberate some food? I'm in. Yeah, he is. So Jet's up to his old tricks. Brendan, you're not the biggest Jet fan. You made that very clear when we saw Jet originally. How are we feeling about having Jet back on the show? Um, I think it's all right, but only because I really like that he's working very closely with the Prince of the Fire Nation and has no idea. That's, yeah, I mean, that's a fun he's, little wrinkle. He's getting played. Someone's getting played. I'm not sure which. Mm-hmm. So... Everyone, yeah. everyone's getting played. <laughs> Nobody's who they say they are. Mm -hmm. No, it is. It is kind of fun to have this extra little thing where you know that like if Jet knew, if you got any inkling of who Zuko actually was, things would completely turn in a different direction. Oh, yeah. It would go real bad for both of them, I would say. Oh, yeah. 100%. This guy is a lunatic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, back at the bay, we see this gate agent woman who is just this very truly vile, unhappy person. Mm -hmm. One like, of the most unpleasant people we've ever dealt with. Like most uh, box office workers. Honestly, yeah, it just makes sense. Staying true to character. Um, she's denying entry to another familiar face that Brendan doesn't like. It's the cabbage merchant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All I, our favorites. I are watched back. this episode only a couple hours ago and I'd already blocked him out. <laughs> you can't, Brendan. He's <laughs> he's in our hearts. He said another familiar face and I was like, Ang? Are we talking about Ang? <laughs> I know this. I, I think I've seen this guy. I know before. I know that guy, and I don't think I dislike him. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I'm ambivalent. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, no, no, Brendan. It's your old friend, the cabbage merchant. It sure is. Up to his usual tricks. Hopefully he makes it out with his cabbages this time. Oh, we're about to find out. Uh, this woman shouts for security, and there's a platypus bear in a cute little uniform. I love yeah. it. Very adorable. Uh, but it demolishes the cabbage cart, and the merchant shouts his famous catchphrase, which I shouldn't need to repeat to you here. It's uh, Mamma Mia. Uh, oh, brother, my my precious leafy vegetables. Ah, uh, shit, here we go again. <laughs> oh, here goes. <laughs> it's, it's one of those. Take your pick. <laughs> yeah, dealer's choice. <laughs> Next up to the ticket counter are Aang and Sokka, two familiar faces that I do think we actually enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the woman asks them for passports, but they don't have any. And Sokka's like, don't you know who you're speaking to? This is the Avatar. <laughs> it's like, Sokka, you don't get to get in on this action. That's Aang's thing. Don't you know who my dad is? <laughs> My uncle works for Nintendo, and he thinks this Zelda movie is a bad idea. <laughs> um, And she laughs. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see 50 avatars a day, and your costume isn't even that great. Yeah. Fucking told. This is a good bit. She gestures over at this huddle of folks that are all dressed up just like Aang, and they have shaved heads with blue arrows <laughs> painted on them. It's very silly. Very good. Although, to prove that Aang is actually the Avatar, all he has to do is actually airbend. Yeah, which would be very easy. It's the simplest little trick you could do, and that's that's proof enough. But this woman would probably find some kind of excuse to be like, no, 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 that's Smoke and mirrors. <laughs> they all did the exact same thing. Did they really? I don't know. I was barely paying attention. Get out of my face. They've all got those like toys you can get where it's like a big cannon and you pull back on the rubber band and it like shoots a poof of air. I know exactly the toy you're referring to. Yeah, the Air Zooka. Aang's got one of those hidden... He's got an invisible one. Oh, yeah. That's her rationale. I had one of those, and it scared the hell out of my dog. That was the kind of prize you would get uh, if you won, or, or if you sold enough stuff in, like, a school fundraiser. Yeah, that was one of those. That's not how I got it, but, yeah. <laughs> I never got anything from those school fundraisers. No, the prizes were all terrible, and I don't even know really what the money was going to. The school, I think. You would think so, but... They've got, like, this outside company that gives you, like, the little catalog of all the chintzy mm -hmm. Christmas items that you go door-to-door -door selling. Yep. And I feel like a lot of the money was probably going to whatever that company was. And it probably a lot of it is, yeah. My school, though, they ended up using the money to buy um, a cart with laptops. Okay. Like, uh, the the, car, the computers on wheels, as they called it, the cow. Um, but we, we were raising... We were doing that. They announced what they were fundraising for in fifth grade. And they're like, we're doing this so that next year we can have the, the computers on wheels. And every one, of, every one of us in fifth grade was like, we won't be here next year. So fuck you. Why <laughs> we, should I even bother? We're not helping. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's 
typical of you, Brandon, just like a baby boomer, not worrying about the yep. future generations. How does this benefit me? Fuck those kids. <laughs> fuck, fuck them kids, I say, <laughs> as a kid myself. <laughs> uh, but then we also did fundraising to um, raise money for our New York uh, field trip in middle school. The fuck? New York field trip? Yeah, we went to New York for three days. We went to Broadway, saw The Lion King. We went and we went and ate at uh, Bubba Gump's. Oh, oh the true. Hey, I'm I'm Bubba Gump over here. Hey, <laughs> some oh, guy, some go guy to trying to sell me his mixtape. Yeah, well, that's that is the New York experience. Mm-hmm. I do think it's very funny that you went to New York and ate at the Bubba Gump. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, the city that never sleeps, and you can get uh, Bubba Gump shrimp because it was right on right in Times Square. I mean, I guess that makes sense, but it's very, very funny. <laughs> yeah. To me. I yeah. would go to New York and go to like the Margaritaville restaurant. <laughs> but that's just me. I know myself. I thought it was the only Bubba Gump in the world when we went. I had never heard of that before. Uh, to <laughs> make a long story short, because we've been on this point for too long, I was in the Cancun airport and the sign at the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. Uh, restaurant caught on fire and caused a mass evacuation of the airport and people screamed and yeah! ran for their lives. Hell yeah. We thought there was like an active shooter in the airport. And somebody and comes ran. out of the restaurant going, run, Forrest, run. <laughs> we, we all ran much like Forrest did. <laughs> but then at the end of it, I was so tired. I felt like Lieutenant Dan. Oh. Like yeah. my legs were going to fall off or something. Is yeah, that tasteless? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, probably. That's fine. Uh, I gotta hear the story about how you got this Arizuka, but it's gonna have to be off mic. I, I bought it uh, at a toy store okay, I worked okay, at. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not that exciting of a story. <laughs> I'm glad everybody got to get in on that action, though. Uh, where are we? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, They leave the ticket counter defeated, but Toph is like, step aside, amateurs. Uh, and onto the counter, she slips a passport that is adorned with a golden seal depicting a flying boar. Mm-hmm. And she demands four tickets and the gate agent, she's in awe. She's like, oh my goodness, it's such a pleasure to help any member of the Beifong family. And Toph says, yeah, it is your pleasure. <laughs> oh, she's fucking flexing on them. It is funny. You kind of forget about this aspect of Toph's life sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. She's like this gruff, uncouth person, but she literally comes from like the richest, most influential family on the entire planet. Yeah. It's got its perks. It gets you on the boat. Mm-hmm. She... uh Says that the others are her valets and that Momo is her seeing eye lemur. Yeah. Good cover. Got to get him on there somehow. Uh, the agent, she's like, ah, oh, man, this document is so official. And she stamps four tickets for them. <laughs> which I think is funny. I can't deny this passport. It looks so tight. <laughs> it's so official. This is a great document. Oh, my God. She loves documents. I'll give you anything you want. Um, 
They walk away, but Sokka is pulled backwards by a girl in a security guard uniform. She demands his ID, and he's like, is there a problem? And she says, yeah, I got a problem with your face, fella. (laughs) Uh, She describes Sokka to a T. She says, sarcastic. You think... Think you're hilarious and you're traveling with the Avatar and Sokka's like, do I know you? (laughs) Pardon? Have you been spying on me? Yep. She grabs him by the shirt collar and she says, maybe you'll remember this and then gives him a big kiss on the cheek. And she's right. Sokka did remember that because it's Suki. Whoa. We remember Suki. Yeah, we haven't seen her in a while. It's been a long time since episode four of this show. Mm -hmm. Suki, one of the Kyoshi warriors. Great to see her again. Yep, she's back. She's back in the fold. Sokka's thrilled about it. Mm -hmm. Says, don't ask me about my other lovers I've met on my (laughs) travels. You've probably seen them before, like every single night. Yeah, (laughs) not to brag. I mean, it's not much of a brag because, you know, it's actually the saddest thing that could possibly happen to someone. But, you know, pretty cool. Uh, They all catch up. They are remarking on Suki's different appearance without her Kiyoshi makeup. She remarks on Sokka's appearance, calling him sleeveless guy, like giving him a chance to flex his muscles. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, don't, I mean, come on, Suki. Don't even fucking get this guy started. What she's, are you doing? She's got it bad for him. Why? <laughs> <laughs> what has he done to earn that? Apparently, she's not the only one. We learned something about someone else in this episode. Uh, yeah, that's true. I'll, every lady has the hots for Sokka. Yeah. I guess I understand. (laughs) In some ways I do, in some ways I don't. Um, Suki says the other warriors are here working as well. Um, She asks why they are all here and they, why wouldn't they just fly to Bossing Say on Appa? And they're like, shut up. (laughs) She goes, oh, sorry, sorry. I understood that perfectly. Uh, she will shababadabapa and uh, apologizes <laughs> and asks Aang, are you doing okay? And we get this first person perspective of Aang looking at her and then looking over at everyone else who are like intently eyeing him down like, yeah, are you doing okay? <laughs> he shrugs it off. He's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Everyone just leave me alone. Get off my back. Shababadabapa, everybody. Shababadabapa. <laughs> Didn't you hear everyone else say shababadababa? <laughs> um, someone cries out for Aang. It's that pregnant woman from before. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone stole all of their stuff and they can't get tickets now. Uh, Aang goes to talk to that gate lady, but she slams a stamp down on his forehead and just shouts no at him. Mm-hmm. She won't let them transfer their tickets to them either. Uh, Aang returns to them, though, and he says, Hey, no problem at all, guys. Guess what I'm going to do for you? I'm leading you straight through the Serpent's Pass. Hell yeah. No fairy for you. We're taking this deadly route that you guys are terrified of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you super stoked? <laughs> You're Hell welcome. Yeah. Just for you. 
Yeah, you know, it's special. I don't do this for everybody. Um, there's a cut to commercial, and when it cuts back, the uh, it does the thing that TV shows do all the time where someone repeats the last thing that we heard before commercial break. Yeah, so that we can remember it. So that we remember the plot that we were last left off at. Sokka's like, I can't believe we're going through the Serpent's Pass. <laughs> but they do have a little bit of fun with it because Toph says to him, I can't believe you're still complaining about it. Yeah, I like that. That is good. <laughs> Implying he's been doing that during the entire commercial break. Since they left, yeah. <laughs> Shut up about it already, Sokka. We don't have much of a choice here. All I'm saying is there's got to be a better bossing way. Now you're stretching. <laughs> nope, nope. We're keeping it going. <laughs> Although, I'm moving honestly, into the rhyming territory now. <laughs> you were stretching from the start. <laughs> I could do this all bossing day. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Eventually, I got to shut you off. You I got to try. Away. <laughs> yeah, it's, it might be a futile effort. <laughs> um, Suki rushes in and she's coming too. She is now donning her full Kiyoshi warrior outfit and makeup. I'm not mm -hmm. sure why she really needed to do that, but... Yeah, well, because she would prefer to be in that. The only reason she was wearing the other thing is because the gate lady makes them. I guess that's true, but she needs to do that like on her downtime when she's just hanging out with friends. Yeah, she's proud of it. That's true. I mean, if that's kind of where you are, if that's, yeah. you know, how you like to look, who am I to say no? Yeah, I think it's okay. You know okay. what? I got to look in a mirror and think about myself here. <laughs> I'll be doing that probably for the rest of my life. Uh, Sokka is not so sure about her coming along, but Suki doesn't understand what the big deal is, and he kind of gives it up and lets her come along. Um, they arrive at the Serpent's Pass. It is this big stretch of land between hu two huge bodies of water. Uh, it's a very thin stretch of land, but it's also very mountainous. Kind of a weird geography going on here. Yeah. It's, a, it's on a, a fault line. Yeah. I mean, maybe that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's like jutting really, really high up in the air. How did this happen? Who did this? <laughs> There's probably some lore. There was a big fight here. Oh, God. I mm. know. Two gigantic spirits carved the oceans and... They couldn't quite reach each other, though. They were trying to reach each other. The but... spirit Ba and the spirit Sing say. <laughs> and yeah, the, ba, the spirit Ba and the spirit Sing and the, the spirit say, no, no, no. I got to start that over. Ba was on the left. Say was on the right. And Sing was the land in the middle. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Ba and Say were fighting with each other, but Sing was trying to hold them off and eventually <laughs> was able to do so. But when they all kind of finalized after the fight, they turned into these different um, formations. Yeah. Man, what a stretch. We got it. We got there. Got it in one. That's probably the official canonical mm -hmm. explanation of what we're looking at here. So not bad. Um, there's a gateway with a carving on it that reads, Abandon Hope. <gasps> Would be funny if they had the same carving after they go through the Serpent's Pass. Then they have to take that very literally with who we meet at the end of this episode. <laughs> Sorry, kid. Rules <laughs> is rules. You, 
If you say so, Gateway. <laughs> I did get through this safely. I feel like I got to give back to the land. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's only fair. Uh, they are all upset about this, but Aang says, actually, no, that shit's fire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he goes on this troubling rant about how they shouldn't hold on to hope and need to just keep going. Yeah. Everyone's like, uh, all right, Aang, I guess you're the boss here. Look, who's the monk? Which one of us is wiser? I was raised by some guys who said stuff like this all the time. It really broke me down. <laughs> Constantly and now look at me, well-adjusted. <laughs> what am I anymore? I'm, I'm a shell of a human. I shouldn't exist. <laughs> um... They get moving. There is a Fire Nation ship patrolling the waters near them. Suki says they're working on something big on the other side. Ooh. Which we'll figure out what that is maybe a little bit later. Mm-hmm. The ground beneath the uh, husband's feet gives way, but Toph catches him on a ledge and saves him. But this was just enough to alert the Fire Nation ship, which launches fireballs in their direction. Uh, the mountain starts to crumble, and these huge boulders fall towards Suki. Uh, Sokka pushes her out of the way, but Toph creates this little ramp, kind of redirecting the boulders away from them. Uh, Sokka takes this opportunity to shout out at Suki, You need to be more careful! Yeah! Why did I even take you with me? Why are you even here? I don't have time to babysit you. <laughs> And Toph is just standing alone like, why did I even bother like saving him right now? Why do I do any of this? Because <laughs> she's also got it bad. Yeah, you know, well, as it turns out, she I mean, she wasn't even sure in her own feelings until mm-hmm. until the inciting incident. Yep. Now she can't get enough of the guy. Mm-hmm. They continue on and they make camp for the night. Suki sets up like near a ledge, but Sokka again kind of scolds her like, hey, get away from that ledge. Don't sleep there. Yeah. What are you doing? Why, why do you got to sleep right next to the ledge? In this case, he's 100% right. Like, what do you need to be so close to this ledge for? What's your fucking problem? This is nothing but dangerous. Like, you're going to be sleeping, too. It's not like you're going to be able to take in the views of this beautiful ledge. Mm-hmm. What are you doing, Suki? <laughs> Come hang out with the rest of us. Not in ledge territory. <laughs> she can't get enough of that ledge. Mm-hmm. She's got it more bad for the ledge than she does for Sokka. Yeah, she just loves ledges. She's a ledge gal for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, back aboard the ferry, the Freedom Fighters and Zuko enact their plan. Mm-hmm. There's a cabin on the upper deck that is filled with all of these delicious foods. Yeah, why would that be on the upper deck? Seems like a mistake. I would feel like that would be in the in the belly. Buried in like big piles of salt. Yeah. Is that how they did it? Yeah. Salt sounds good. Salt packet. Well, this very salty meat is hanging from strings on the upper deck of the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, they break in and they steal as much as they can. Uh, there's some bowls that are sitting on a counter which Zuko flips around and stacks them up using his two swords. Yeah, he does, like that guy making drinks. 
Who do you think you are, Zuko? Some fucking bartender in a dusty <laughs> desert saloon? Come on now. Everybody just loves showing off how dexterous they are with a blade. With two blades, even. Yeah. <laughs> I guess if you were really good with two swords, you would try to do everything in your life with two swords. I would, yeah. For sure. Hold a pencil, try to write with two swords. <laughs> try to go to the bathroom and wipe with two swords. <laughs> That's where it ends. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I can do this anymore. You know what? Never mind. <laughs> it's not as fun as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> also, it was to go to a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> also, yes. I'm in extreme pain. Don't look at the blood coming out of my ass. Yeah, that's normal. That's regular. For completely unrelated reasons, <laughs> for completely unrelated reasons, call an ambulance. And that's, yeah, that's not the... You can't blame it on the swords. <laughs> uh, just like the Grinch stealing the last can of Who Hash, they all slunk away into the night with their spoils. <laughs> Did you write that in your notes? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I wrote in my notes, because that's exactly what they do. <laughs> they do, yeah. <laughs> they do slunk away. They slide down a rope just like the Grinch does as well. It's good stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a little disappointed you didn't just go full Dr. Seuss mode for the rest of this description. Do like all rhyming. Yeah. They had their Tim Tuzzlers and their Wiz Wuzzlers, but they didn't <laughs> want to alert the guards with them. So they they weren't using them in this moment. No, no. So they kept them kept them locked up. And uh Iroh came out like Cindy Lou who like, why? Why are you stealing all this food, Zuko? Why? <laughs> uh, Zuko, by the way, would fucking hate being a freedom fighter. Yeah, he would. There's no way he would ever sign up to be a permanent member of this gang. No, but he does want food. He does want food. I'm not even convinced he wants it that bad. I think he just wants his uncle to have the good food. Well, I think he wants it because he was complaining about the the bad food, the rotten food, he called it. I'm not convinced, though, that anytime Zuko complains about like these comforts that he's missing, I'm not convinced he's always complaining about that for himself. Because we remember when he started stealing all that shit, he was doing it to like make his uncle feel more comfortable. That's true. So, like, maybe he took a bite of the food and he's like, oh, this, I don't want my uncle eating this. This is not, no, not good for my uncle. No worthy for my precious uncle. I will get him the most delicious foods <laughs> like the Grinch would do. He deserves only the best. Like the who hash. <laughs> of roast beast. <laughs> my uncle loves roast beast and I'm going to get it for him, goddammit. <laughs> and I'm going to steal him a Christmas tree because one light won't light. He'll love it. Mm-hmm. I'm full of them, Brendan. I could do this all day. Please do. No, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. <laughs> I could do this. Well, actually, I was going to say I could do this all bossing day, but you already said that. I already did that. Boom. So. Claimed. I'll, I'll refrain. I'll just be on my bossing way. I also did that one. Paragraph. Fucking God damn it. <laughs> This guy beat me to the punch on all of them. You said that one was a stretch. All of them are stretches. None of them are good. We're not having fun doing this. I am. No, we're, we're having a bad time. I'm, I've never had a worse time. It's because you're all losing. God, I need a W right now. 
let's continue on. We'll see if I can find one. Um, Aang is looking out on the water as Katara approaches him. She asks him why he's being so cold lately. Mm-hmm. And Aang is upset with himself for losing his cool in the desert. Mm-hmm. Kind of like we talked about. He was raging out there. Oh, yeah. He was real mad. And we know that he hates when he gets like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Katara says, well, now you're not letting yourself feel anything. And she says, as hard as it can be, sometimes she never wants him to lose hope and stop caring. And she puts her arms out for a hug, but Aang just bows to her and says, thank you for your concern, Katara, oh, and walks away. Cold-shouldered. Ooh, denied. <laughs> that is extremely out of character for Aang. Aang is a broken man right now. Oh, yeah. Smash cut to another broken man. <laughs> for different reasons. <laughs> Sokka is sitting and staring up at the moon as Suki walks up to him. And uh, she says, it's a beautiful moon. Mm -hmm. Fuck. (laughs) You have no idea. (laughs) Sokka's like, rub it in my face, why don't you? (laughs) Christ. Yeah, she is. (laughs) Yeah, she... Excuse me? Uh, (laughs) Yes, you are? I don't know, I'm confused. Look. I know you're just trying to help, but I can take care of myself. I know you can. Then why are you acting so overprotective? It's so hard to lose someone you care about. Something happened at the North Pole and I couldn't protect someone. I don't want anything like that to ever happen again. I lost someone I cared about. He didn't die. He just went away. I only had a few days to get to know him, but he was smart and brave and funny. Who is this guy? Is he taller than me? (laughs) So he gets immediately jealous. He's like, show me this fucking chump. I'll fucking fight him right now. (laughs) Are you cheating on me? This is bullshit. (laughs) This is how you tell me? He's got fucking no leg to stand on. (laughs) I've been nothing but faithful. Oh, fuck the moon. I mean, uh, (laughs) you met someone else while I slept with the moon. So there. (laughs) So... So we're even. Saka, you fucking clown. It was you. Oh, f- oh, oh yeah. I was just, I was kidding about the moon thing. <laughs> <laughs> How could that possibly happen? I couldn't <laughs> be in love with the moon. <laughs> People would start to think Saka was crazy. Huh? I'm not crazy. Tell me I'm not crazy. <laughs> She's like, yeah, no, Saka. I'm talking about you. God damn it. You know how to ruin a moment. <laughs> Uh, they smile at each other, Brendan. Ooh. And Suki's eyes glisten in the moonlight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And my heart starts fluttering just watching the episode. It's a pitter-patter. Oh, precious teenage love. (laughs) They lean in for a kiss under that bright moon, but Sokka pulls away at the last second. Mm Mm-hmm. And Suki says, I'm sorry. But Sokka says, you shouldn't be. And he walks away. Oh. Oh. Young love, so difficult. So much scorn. Mm-hmm. So much strife. It's, it's got a 
Busting say. <laughs> oh, oh. No, it doesn't. It definitely doesn't have to do that. That busting stayed me. What am I even saying anymore? Words have lost their meaning. Now I'm saying Shababa. Now I'm Shababa. You've you've broken me. There are too many broken men that we are now discussing. I'm one of them. Thanks to your antics. I'm having fun. Yeah, no, I know that doesn't upset you. That was your goal at the end of the day. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, Jet hands out the stolen food to the refugees. Uh, Iroh and Zuko are sitting with the freedom fighters. Iroh's like, ah, Smellerby. Strange name for a young man. Oh. (laughs) Smellerby storms off as she says, I'm a girl. He just misgendered Smellerby. Come on now, Iroh. Be a little bit sensitive. Mm -hmm. At least, like, Hedge your bets and just say it's just a strange name, period. Mm-hmm. Uh, Longshot stands up and places a hand on Smellerby's shoulder and just gives her like this silent look, doesn't say a word. Yeah. She's like, thanks, Longshot. You're right. There's nothing wrong with me. And he just <laughs> nods in approval. You always know just what to say. <laughs> You've got such a way with words. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember if they did this in the original Jet episode. I don't think they did, but Brenda, this is kind of long shots thing. Yeah, uh, they did not do that. But I do remember, I think I even commented on it, that he never spoke in the episode. Mm-hmm. I don't think they ever implied that people understood his silence. Um, but, but he did not ever speak. This is the bit. Of mm-hmm. Longshot. Longshot has this one specific bit, just and it's gives, always pretty good. Just gives knowing looks. And people know exactly the long sentences that he would be saying oh, to man. them through these looks. Now that you've said that, though, I'm a bit concerned with how long he's going to be around. I mean, <laughs> we're, we've only got, we're on episode, what, 32. Mm-hmm. So we've got, what, seven or eight episodes left in the season. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. A little, this, there's time. He could be around the rest of the show. He joins the gang. <laughs> From here on out, yeah, he's the next member of the gang. He's the voice of reason. And then they do this fun joke every single episode. Hell yeah. We'd never get sick of that. Mm-mm. <laughs> so she, him and Toph can't communicate. <laughs> <laughs> she has to sense the vibrations of what... Uh, his face is doing. He just like gives her a look and she's like, why is this guy staring at me? <laughs> Are you still here? Somebody help. <laughs> am I Am I alone? Get this guy away from me. <laughs> I don't know about this new team member, and can we <laughs> kick him out? They're like, no. Actually, Toph, you're kicked out. Long shots in. <laughs> Friendship with Toph is ended. <laughs> it's done. Long shot is my best friend now. <laughs> Long shot's the new Toph. <laughs> He's just silently celebrating. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pumping his fists, shoots like a celebratory arrow in the air. (laughs) Um, Jet can't wait to get to Bossing Say. Iroh says that he has been there before when he was a different man. Mm -hmm. Jet 
understands this and says he's heading to Bossing Say looking for a second chance. Mm-hmm. Iroh's like, yeah, people deserve second chances and stares straight into Zuko's soul. <laughs> Zuko's like not even listening to this either. <laughs> he's like in no man's land. Fuck off, Iroh. <laughs> I'm going to pretend I didn't just hear that. <laughs> I don't want a second chance. I've never messed up in my life. I'm still working on the first one. <laughs> I'm, I'm still batting a thousand. I haven't messed up once. Um, the next day, the gang keeps moving through the Serpent's Pass, and they reach this stretch that is just completely flooded. The path ends at the body of water. Mm-hmm. And Katara kind of takes control here, and she parts the Red Sea... As they all walk in. She sure fucking does. She really handles this stuff pretty well. (laughs) Very impressive. They walk in. Aang and Katara form a little bubble around everyone as they walk underwater on the path towards the other side. Which is pretty cool. It's pretty rad. I mean, you have questions about where's the air coming from. Well, they probably have like an amount of air. They couldn't do this forever. It's a pretty good sized bubble. Yeah. I bet it would last a lot of them in there. It would probably last them a couple hours. Or maybe not. If they're all walking, they're exerting themselves. There are, yeah, quite a few of them. Just enough time to reach the other side of this passageway. Up to an hour. Which the passageway didn't look too long. I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, they got through it in a matter of minutes, but who knows how long they were really there. Yeah. Passage of time in the show is weird. Although we try not to think about it when they start doing this, I had a thought and then they do the thing that I thought later. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, why didn't they just do that from the beginning? Oh, why did they do this? I, I know what you're, I'm pretty sure I know what you're referring to. Yeah. Well, it's not that it's not a spoiler. She freezes a path across the water. And I guess she, she could have done it from the start. She could have just done that from the start. Yeah. But I guess I don't know what's better or quicker. It's easier, at least for Toph, to yeah, be able but to walk along this path. I don't know that we knew that Toph couldn't use ice the way she uses the earth. Well, it makes sense that she can't. Uh, but yeah, I like, mean, it does make sense. But if I'm thinking I, about it just from like a vibration standpoint, like ice vibrates. <laughs> it's got solid, like properties of a solid. Things vibrate, but she specifically senses vibrations in Earth. Through her Earth bending, yeah. Right. But I, I wouldn't, I didn't consider it until it came up in the episode. They're like, oh yeah, that wouldn't be the same. Probably would have been just quicker for them to make the ice bridge from the start and then mm-hmm. just book it across that. Well, also Toph does side. something that I'm like, why couldn't she have just done that the whole way across? <sighs> <laughs> Brendan, we have to have a little bit of tension in this scene, don't you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm jumping. I'm getting ahead of us. <laughs> People, there's, uh, there's this entire beautiful scene that we get to watch before any of this matters. <laughs> we have to raise the stakes. If they just do the things that we know that they could have done the entire time, if did they we just even have fun today? Godlike abilities? <laughs> no, no, no. That They're bro- simple mortals. <laughs> that demolish any obstacle that could possibly ever be in their way. They have to place some limitations on themselves just to have a little fun with it. Yeah. 
It's not that they couldn't. It's just that they won't. (laughs) They don't feel like it. Yeah. (laughs) They walk underwater in this big bubble. Brendan, I know we've talked about this on the show before, but I'm still all fucked up by the upside down rowboat in Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) Yeah. We don't have time to talk about this again. They did that on Mythbusters. This is the exact conversation we had previously, and they determined that it would not have been possible. I think just because it would have been impossible to hold the boat because the force of the air would have pulled it up. I'm sorry. We we have done this before, (laughs) but but I'm stuck on it. I can't do this again. It's it's affected my entire worldview for many, many years. And watching this scene in this episode, it it comes to mind for me. And I'm just Mm -hmm. I, I just I'm wired this way. Because of that movie, they made me who I am as a man. <laughs> and I don't like what happened to me. So um, there's a school of fish swimming just outside of their bubble. And Momo dives out trying to grab himself a fishy little snack. Mm-hmm. In the process, <laughs> getting crushed under the enormous pressure of the water like that Titanic submarine. Oh, no. <laughs> he wouldn't survive out there. That's another question. Like, the water pressure doesn't affect this bubble? I don't know. How deep are they? It didn't seem too deep. I thought it was pretty deep. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it was only, like, 40 feet, which is still a lot of water on top of them. A lot of water on top of a little tiny monkey swimming outside of this pressurized yeah. bubble. Yeah. Would but. he get the bends when he came back into the bubble? <laughs> Likely, yes. He just immediately? They should have put like a little scuba suit on him. <laughs> he pops back in the bubble and just fucking dies. <laughs> just, oh, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Didn't even get the fish I was after. Oh, oh, well, that's the end of me. Rip Momo. Well, he had he a was run. a real one. <laughs> yeah. Pour one out for Momo. <laughs> um, Something massive swims past him and Momo dives back into the bubble. And they all see the shadow of something swim past them. But then it dives straight through their bubble, kind of like bursting it and water starts pouring in. Yeah, badass. Pretty scary stuff. Uh, They panic, but Toph stomps down and raises this big rocky platform all the way to the surface. Mm -hmm. Is this what you were thinking of? Toph could have just done this the whole time? She just could have done that. She just could have done that a bunch of times, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Does she... The the water being on top of the earth, maybe she can't sense it. Well, but she could have, like, if she's starting on the land they started at, she could have just raised it up little by little as they went. Yeah, but who's got the time? Them. What else have they got going on? They got to get through the Serpent's Pass. <laughs> and this is the better way. <laughs> this is a logical way to do it. Okay, we got to go under the water. No, we had to have fun with the bubble. Katara really wanted to <laughs> We did have bubble. fun with the bubble. I like. I, mean, I liked the bubble, and I'm glad that it wasn't just her parting the sea. <laughs> it was fun for the one minute that she did that. <laughs> when you're thinking, are they really going to do this right she now? Just hold the whole thing apart. She's like... Got her arms outstretched to the side, yelling at everyone else, run! Let my people go! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let this lemur go. (laughs) No, they, you know, they had ideas. Mm -hmm. They didn't work so good, but Toph has got them covered. A for effort. 
Uh, maybe like a B minus for effort. <laughs> for Beffert. Uh, <laughs> B for Beffert. <laughs> Shababadabapa. Shababadabapa. <laughs> they, uh, uh, they're standing on this little rocky platform. Out of the water rises a huge sea serpent with this shiny green skin and these long purple barbels and a big nasty tongue. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna lick you. I'm gonna lick you, kids. You're oh, not no. gonna like it. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Nightmare! 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 <laughs> How will we ever move past this? Uh, Brendan, that was my brief description of the serpent, but the Avatar wiki on fandom has a whole section on this oh, creature. Fuck titled anatomy which honestly gets way too in depth with what we're looking for at this here. thing that shows up for like 30 seconds they go hard on the anatomy of this creature some people man i mean i'm glad they're out there doing god's work <laughs> but fucking yeah do, do anything else but it's also on fandom, so you can barely read it because it's covered in advertisements. Oh, because there's too many fucking Dark Souls streams playing on the side. <laughs> Honestly, I'm more interested in that than the anatomy of this <laughs> creature. Uh, it screeches at them a few times, and Sokka's like, oh, this is why they call it the Serpent's Pass. Oh, now I get it. Shouldn't that have been like your first thought when you saw it was called the Serpent's Pass? Well, he makes a comment about it, doesn't he? Bef when, before they start on it, he's like, oh, it, it, it doesn't. I expected it to be twisty. Like a serpent. That's just wishful thinking. Yeah. Which is actually when I saw it on the map, I was like, that makes sense. Yeah, it looks like a snake. Like the path itself mm -mm. looks a bit like a, excuse me, it looks a bit like a serpent. No, no, no. No, no, There's no. There's a different uh, uh, uh. reason for it. Mm -hmm. We we can't have it that easy on this show. <laughs> the twist is there's an actual beast <gasps> with a big tongue. <laughs> Sokka asks Suki for help with this creature because she lives near the Unagi on Kiyoshi Island. Fair. I think that's actually... <laughs> I do she, think she has fair. some amount of experience with large sea serpents. She's like, oh, that's not how this works. I don't know anything. It's like, well, yeah, but you're the closest. Yeah. You're around this thing all the time. Give it a shot. Like, come on. It's, it can't be that different. Although Aang's really the expert because he tamed that beast. Yeah, he wrote on it. So what's the diff? You could tame this one. It's got yeah. kind of a similar anatomy. Just go ask fandom about it just punch it <laughs> just punch it in the head just punch it until it dies yeah come on and then you can go wherever you need to mm -hmm. and then eat eat the serpent why doesn't katara just bend the water in its body and explode it from the yeah. inside i was gonna say control it but that's way cooler yeah she should do that. <laughs> why doesn't she do that to everybody why yeah why not if you can bend the water in plants, you can bend the water in people. Yeah. And then cause them to uh, combust. Yeah. When do we get the and blood bending? I don't know anything about that. I'm 
putting my hands up to say I don't know anything it's about what you're talking it's about. It's in the sequel. There's no blood in this show. <sighs> this show is a little too kiddy to do something as grotesque as they that. They don't have guns in this one. I have it on good authority. There's guns in the next one. Not with that attitude. <laughs> but they're constantly saying, I wish I had like a weapon that you could point at something and it would just end it. It would destroy it. <laughs> I wish I had a weapon with which to obliterate my enemies. That wasn't my own, yeah, godlike abilities, like you said before. I want like a, a mechanical weapon designed to kill man. <laughs> we just haven't gotten there yet as a society. Yet. Nope. We're, we're working on it. We're trying every day. <laughs> They go back to the guy at the Northern Air Temple, that inventor guy, like, have you built the gun yet? <laughs> Gazooks, yes. I forgot I was supposed to. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Let me show it to you and kills them all. <laughs> I've named it after my favorite king. I call it the boomy stick. <laughs> hey, that's not that's better than any bossing say pun you've made in this entire episode. There's still time. No, I'll give you credit for that one. <laughs> uh, Aang flies off to distract the serpent while everybody else gets to safety. Katara does create that icy bridge before them to the other side. Brendan looking at this and thinking we should have just been here from the start. Yeah, why didn't we just do that? Would have saved them a lot of time and effort, but here we are. What? So, hold on. If If Katara made an ice bridge and then Toph made herself rock shoes. Could she then feel the vibrations through the ice bridge? Hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Wait a minute. First of all, rock shoes, I think is very funny. She yeah, could do it. Just like a bunch of little pebbles to roll up around her feet. She made herself an entire rock suit of armor. She did do that one I've time. seen it. We know that Toph prefers to go barefoot, though, so maybe encasing her feet in shoes might make things more difficult. Well, but she likes to go barefoot so that she can feel the, the earth under her feet. And if the shoes on her feet are earth. Yeah, but then what are they vibrating off of? The ice. And, like, she wouldn't be able to feel that. But she can feel the vibrations through the rocks on her feet. She can only feel vibrations of Earth and things on Earth. Well, but the, the ice oh, God, would the vibrate ice the shoes. Earth. Yeah. It's uh, it's connected with the Earth on one side, and it's vibrating into her shoes. It might be like kind of like the sand where it's like blurry. Sure. But she could still, I would still argue that that would work. I was going to say, I think we need more of an explanation on Toph's powers, but like, we're not going to get it. No. We've gotten as much as they're willing to give us. This on is that. it. She so. sees she sees like Daredevil, except instead of rain, she uses the ground. True. And she is as religious as Daredevil, too. So, like, that's a big part of her character. Again, yep. we don't discuss it very much. Is Daredevil religious? Very, very religious. He oh, is common. His, he is frequently going to uh, confess his sins in church, of know. which there are many. Yeah, he is a lawyer. <laughs> so, and that is the main <laughs> way in which he sins, is in the courtroom. <laughs> and the bedroom, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, he's done some terrible, terrible things in there. But we simply can't discuss that any longer. 
Uh, anyway. <laughs> We're on the ice bridge. Mm-hmm. She, yeah, she makes that for them, but then she leaps into the water and creates, like, this icy surfboard beneath her feet. Hell yeah. Which is another example of, like, why wouldn't a bender just do this all the time? Yep. Mm-hmm. The same thing you said about, like, Toph moving, rolling up the earth beneath her or whatever. Like, yeah. why, why wouldn't Toph can just, just do, like, the... The Breath of the Wild thing where she just picks Mm. up the rock she's standing on and floats it around. And it moves her. Yeah. So why wouldn't Katara just be constantly surfing? Yeah. I would be. If you could, you would. Yeah. She could make little like rollerblades out of the water she keeps in her gross pouch. Do some fun tricks. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say kickflips, but you can't do a kickflip on rollerblades. Oh, you could, you know. (laughs) approximate it spin your foot around 360 degrees break every bone in it and walk away and then walk away better than you came she's a healer too yeah she (laughs) heals herself whatever we both had the realization at the same time it was worth it it was worth it to hurt myself to do the cool trick and now i'm totally fine she did it for the vine and then it cuts over and there's a little vine clapping because she's bending it and making it clap. Because waterbenders can do that. Um, yeah. Katara, she's surfing. It's great. We love it. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody else makes it to the other side, but Toph is still standing on the rocky platform. She's like, hey, I'm cool. I'm just going to stay here because I can see here. I'm not going to be able to see if I go out there. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm here. I, I just live here now. This is my space. <laughs> I'm going to be here. On Fort Toph. This is, yeah, Toph Island. She starts building a castle around her. (laughs) Nobody else allowed. No, no, I'm good. (laughs) I I like it here. I'm comfortable here. (laughs) We've had a great journey together. Good luck uh, with whatever it is you're doing. (laughs) I kind of lost interest a long time ago anyway, so, like, I just want to spend my days here. I was only along for Sokka, and it's pretty clear to me (laughs) that he's into this other chick I've never met, so see ya. Kind of didn't realize I had these feelings, but uh, <laughs> they've awoken in me. And seeing him with this other woman, yeah, it's it's really, it's it's making me question where I've come from at this point. <laughs> um, yeah, the uh, she's gonna stay out here, but the serpent slams down on her island, kind of forcing her onto the ice. Mm-hmm. She starts slowly inching her way towards them, but the serpent again slams down on the bridge and tosses Toph into the water. Oh, no. Oh, no. She can't swim, and she starts to sink. Sokka shouts, I'm coming! But before he can, Suki launches herself into the water. Mm-hmm. She dives beneath the surface and pulls Toph up, Toph doesn't know who this is, though, and she dreamily says, Oh, Sokka, you saved me. (laughs) And she gives her savior a big kiss on the cheek. Mm -hmm. So again, you're right, Brendan, just another notch in Sokka's belt, it seems. Yep, he's stacking them up. (laughs) He's got a whole book full of them. Uh, she kisses this person on the cheek, but Suki says, actually, it's me. (laughs) 
which honestly, upgrade. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Better, better she that kisses way. Kisses her again, but harder this time. I know. Oh, really? Well, let me try something else. <laughs> uh, Toph awkwardly laughs at this, and then she just says, you can go ahead and let me drown now. Pretty good. <laughs> um, Aang and Katara run in circles on the surface of the water. They create this giant whirlpool which overtakes the serpent uh, and it spins around and slams into the mountainous path that they just came from and then it swims away in defeat. Hey, Brendan, they made it. They did it. Woo! Uh, They finally reach the end of the serpent's pass and celebrate as they can see far in the distance the Great Outer Wall of Ba Sing Se. Whoa. This thing is a big wall. Mm-hmm. It's a giant wall. Uh, but as TV shows often do, <laughs> the pregnant woman cries out, as the baby's coming now. Oh, no. All this excitement. It forced the issue. Mm-hmm. The baby didn't want to miss out. <laughs> I want to see that wall. Momodaro. <laughs> no. Yeah, even before the baby comes out, it's experiencing. She, she hears it from her from her womb. She just hears Momotaro. Excuse me? What does that well, even mean? first words. <laughs> um, Katara has some experience, she says, helping Grand Grand deliver babies back home. Which, I'm just happy anytime the name Grand Grand is invoked yeah. on the show. Sometimes we forget about Grand Grand. How's Grand Grand doing? Let's get a Grand Grand centric episode where we just follow Grand Grand around for a day. I'm willing to do the flashback episode of Grand Grand's time, like in the Northern Water Tribe. Yeah. Paku trying to win her love, not Mm -hmm. able to pull it off, and then she leaves. I'm willing to see that whole story played out. Mm Mm-hmm. Conversely, I'm willing to just see old Grand Grand now in the Southern Water Tribe Going about her daily business. Still telling that same guy off. <laughs> Some, yeah. Well, now he did, he was famously on his way there. He's like, I'm here. And she's like, good, go home. Good, great. All right, bother somebody else. So when are you leaving? I'm, I made myself pretty clear. <laughs> now, Katara, she uh, kind of takes control in this situation. Uh, she has Toph create like this big earth tent around everyone, and then they get to work on getting this baby delivered. <laughs> Let's have that baby. Let's get this baby out now. Mm-hmm. Uh, back on the ferry, they have also reached Bossing Say's wall. Uh, Jet approaches Zuko, and he says, As soon as I saw your scar, I knew who you were. <sighs> And Zuko's like, uh, I, uh, I mean, I hope not. Zuko gets ready to fight. I'm sorry, Jet. I have to kill you now. <laughs> We've had fun on this boat. And who am I, Jet? <laughs> Go ahead and say it. Do you really want to know who I am? <laughs> Are you sure you want to open that door? <laughs> Jet's going to open that door, baby. He says... You're an outcast just like me. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, totally. Be cool. Be cool now. <laughs> Whew, I can finally exhale. 
they have some fucking corny conversation about outcasts gotta look out for each other and yeah. being alone isn't the best path. I don't fucking know. Being alone sucks. I like people. I thought this would be cool, but I hate it. <laughs> I thought I would be cool living in my own brain. It turns out it's the worst place imaginable. <laughs> Please, somebody save me from myself. <laughs> Katara is delivering this baby. Sokka walks in just as the pushing starts, and he promptly faints. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, there are some cries, and Katara shouts out, it's a girl. <gasps> Yay, we did it. Woo-hoo. The baby's here. We did it. Yeah. Congratulations to the happy family. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toph and Sokka go in to see the baby, but Aang is just kind of sitting outside sulking some more. Yeah, like he does. Like he's been doing lately. He's kind of mm-hmm. in that zone. He likes it. He loves it. He's in his Zuko phase right now. Mm-hmm. Katara comes out and summons Aang into the tent, and he looks at this new baby girl in her mother's arms, and Aang's big frown gets turned upside down, and he starts to tear up. Oh, sweet little moment. The Uh, miracle of childbirth. (laughs) Oh, that everything is going to be fine now. Uh, We do a super lame like solo moment where they have to name the baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ang says, I've been going through a hard time lately, but you've made me hopeful again. Oh, the parents look at each other and they decide they're going to name their daughter. Hope. Oh, gag. <laughs> so lame. <laughs> Wow, Nick. (laughs) Well, they're also like, I want it to be something unique that nobody else, no one else would name their child Hope. And here I am sitting like in my actual life. And I'm like, I know so many people that are actually named Hope. (laughs) Yeah, fuck all of them. Fuck these people on this fictional show (laughs) that don't know people that I know in my personal life. They should have consulted me before naming this baby. God damn it. Where where was I? <laughs> I was I was right there on the other side of the screen. They could have at least asked. <laughs> We're gonna name this baby. Hold on. What do you think, Nick? <laughs> I know. Vote now on your phones. <laughs> I would have picked something cool. Like Metal Blaster. Yeah, Killmonger. <laughs> no, wait, that's a That's another thing. That's another thing. <laughs> Lightning swallower. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) Race car. (laughs) Race car. (laughs) T-Rex. Spider with a Y. (laughs) Satan. Uh Uh-oh, we're getting a little (laughs) off course here. No, no, this is good. Look, I gave you uh, so many options. Pick one. I know. That's that's the list. Don't <laughs> stray from it. I thought I was trying to be strong, but really I was just running away from my feelings. Seeing this family together, so full of happiness and love, it's reminded me how I feel about Appa and how I feel about you. Oh, S- Referring to Katara specifically? Mm-hmm. 
Is this an admission of love? I think so. She doesn't necessarily seem to take it that way. She's just happy that he's feeling anything right now. <laughs> yeah. He's in a place right now. <laughs> he's he's definitely doing better than he was a few minutes ago. Yeah, she'll have to put that in her pocket and revisit it later. <laughs> Ang, what was it you said that time that baby was born? Uh, uh, nothing. <laughs> that girls, girls stink. I don't like girls. Yeah, you got cooties. Stay away. Get away from me is what I said. I would uh, never kiss you. Unless. <laughs> unless. Unless. <laughs> yes, the uh, everyone's happy now. Aang's going to take off on his own to go look for Appa, and he'll catch up with everybody later. Uh, and he leaps up and flies towards the wall with Momo following close behind him. Um, Suki says goodbye to Sokka as she's going back to the rest of the Kyoshi warriors and she says that she was just trying to make sure that they all made it safely. And Sokka is floored that Suki was actually trying to protect him on this trip. Whoa, what a reversal. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not how we played this the last couple days. <laughs> uh, she starts apologizing about what happened to them last night. But Sokka lunges in and gives gives her a big fat smooch right on the lips. Whoa, there we go. All this sexual tension is being released right now. Now that the moon's not watching. <laughs> now it's, it's just you and me, baby. Now that she's gone. <laughs> Get the moon out of the room. Don't tell the moon we did this. Sokka gives her a big kiss, and then he pulls away and he says, you talk too much. <laughs> Which feels so misogynistic and shitty. It does. Yeah. It's like the worst thing he could have possibly said. He's like, hey, quit yapping, you dumb broad. <laughs> Give me those precious lips. And why don't you smile a little bit for me, sweetheart? <laughs> it sucks. It sucks so bad. <laughs> He's so bad at talking to Suki specifically. Mm -hmm. Well, remember back in like the original episode, he's like, oh, no, you're not a, a warrior. You're a girl. <laughs> it's like, well, Socket, those are not mutually exclusive ideas. What? <laughs> Pardon? Hold on. I'm, I need a minute. <laughs> there are two classes of people. You can't fit into both categories. Warriors and women. <laughs> and girls. <laughs> the two shall never meet. <laughs> Aang flies straight to the Great Wall and soars high into the sky towards the top. Yes, it's a very big wall. Mm -hmm. And this triumphant music plays as he and Momo kind of dance in the air, reaching the top of the wall. And Aang lands and looks out on where he just came from, but his entire demeanor changes as he sees something shocking, Brendan. It's a, a giant penis. There's a big lipstick heading straight towards the wall. Oh, no. I said lipstick. You said penis. Either way, yeah. it's, it's both pretty good. <laughs> this big cylinder <laughs> heading straight for the wall. And Aang says, sorry, Momo. Appa's gonna have to wait. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. Bow. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. 
I was so I was so upset we didn't get to see the city. <laughs> no, no, yeah. We've spent so long teasing it. Ah, uh, Bossing say the most important place on this planet that everyone yep. needs to get to. And now we're here. But no, 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 not yet. Nope. Uh I was I was so disappointed. As they were flying up the wall, I was thinking to myself, they're not gonna show this city. Uh, I thought it would end with him landing on top of the wall and like looking over the city, but we're focused on his face, and he just goes, "Whoa, whoa, oh, this this place sucks." What <laughs> cliffhanger? <laughs> like the secret ending of Jack and Daxter. Yeah, sure, of course, everybody knows what you're talking about. Yeah, you spend the whole game getting these orbs to open the portal, and then they open the portal, and all you get oh. is a shot of their faces. You have said this before. Yeah. You have said this before on this show. I, you know what? I guess I should have remembered that very specific reference that you've now made multiple times. It's fine. I've made the reference to the Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> under the water rowboat. Too We're many playing times. the hits today. Yeah, all your favorites are back. <laughs> Jet, the Cabbage Merchant, Pirates of the Caribbean, and Jack and Daxter. They're all back. <laughs> yep. All right. That was The Serpent's Pass, Brendan. Mm-hmm. What did we think? I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> I it. Can tell you, I can tell you don't have much else to say. <laughs> I don't really have a lot to say. I liked it. I liked seeing uh, a bunch of familiar faces. Uh, even if most of them I didn't care for the first time we saw them. Uh, it's still nice to see them coming back to play another part. Maybe a bigger part. We, we don't know. Maybe maybe uh, they'll all be part of the finale of this season. They'll all have like a role. They all have a different job to do in mm-hmm. the final confrontation, whatever that may be. The assault on Bossing Say. Yeah-oh. Oh, yikes. Um... Yeah, at this point, <laughs> there's not a lot else to say about this episode. I think it's a fine episode. I don't think it's my favorite episode uh, mm-hmm. like that we've had in some time now. I feel like we've been on like a really, really strong run. Yeah, yeah. And this is just kind of, I feel like this episode's fine. It's a br- it's kind of a bridge episode. Um, Definitely. Like, like an icy bridge. Like an icy bridge or like a serpentine mountain range between Either way. two Either bodies way. of water. Whatever works. Um, yeah, I, we're connecting the previous plot thread to the next major plot thread, uh, and I think that's fine. I don't. It didn't. It doesn't feel like a fillery thing. It feels like it needs to happen to get us where we need to go. So that's okay. Definitely. Um, not a lot of new stuff, but the stuff we got was like I said, revisiting old faces and seeing what they've been up to for a little while. Mm-hmm. And that's good. Are you going to be okay that Jed is back in the picture? That's, I, I'm going to have to be. <laughs> he still sucks. I still don't like him. What? What's so wrong with Jed? He's, he's so handsome. He's a fucking dweeb, that guy. When when Iroh was like, uh, I, as a, I was a different man, Jed's like, yeah, I got some bad stuff I did in my past, too. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm Nobody asked badass, you. Just like you, yeah. mysterious stranger. I noticed you're gangster. I'm pretty gangster myself. <laughs> that is what he's doing here. <laughs> yeah, Jet does kind of suck in that. <laughs> it's like, shut the fuck up, dude. He's like, I don't know. He's like trying to be like a 
anti-Fire Nation cop. Like, yeah, I'm a vigilante <laughs> against the Fire Nation. It's like, well, no, calm down. You're just some shithead kid who has gotten himself <laughs> in trouble too many times and doesn't have a home because he can't fucking just calm down for yeah, one second. He rolls up to the coolest characters in the show and he just can't fucking hang. <laughs> no, no. He tries. He's a tryhard, I think. Yeah, that exactly. Yep, yep. He's and, a poser. And it's not working. It's not fooling us. We can see right through the veil of Jet. No, I do like Smeller B, though, with the, that Dogen voice. Smeller B's good. Long shot's got that one thing that he does, and <laughs> it's funny for now. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. It's pretty good. I, I, I did shot. expect it to be the only time it ever happened, though. I want to know what's up with the other uh, freedom fighters. Where are they at? Where's Pipsqueak? Yeah, I don't know. We'll never know. He's we'll never dead. know. They'll never tell us. I think they probably all died in that uh, explosion. They yeah, during drowned. that war crime they committed. Yeah, during that horrible atrocity, um, they knew it would take a massive toll on human lives, but little did they know it would be their own lives. And only theirs. Yeah. No, everybody else made it out fine. <laughs> yeah. Jet knew that, though. You know, sacrifices had to be made. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But he kept his two favorite freedom fighters kind of away from the explosion and the water. Yeah. No, no, not you guys. I need you guys. We're the only ones who really are worth a damn on this team. So <laughs> got to find a way out of this. Um, Yeah, I don't know. The Serpent's Pass, it's it's a fine episode. We've just, yeah. we, I feel like we've been having a lot of fun. And this is exactly like you just said. It's like bridging the gap between old world season two and clearly what the new thing is, which is like, the bossing say plot like we're we're yes. getting there i i feel like we'll spend the next like the rest of the season here mhm um and so like to to have the the path right up to it feel like its own thing i think is fine yeah i agree yeah <laughs> it's fine it's all we can say about this episode it's it's good it's just i'm excited you know, i'm fine. excited about the drill it's clearly a drill <laughs> i can tell by looking at it what it is no, no, we both described exactly what it was, just in different terms. Uh, I'm excited about that. Uh, that's kind of where I'm at, though. I'm like, ooh, let's see what this thing fucking does. I bet it drills. We're ready to, we're ready to move on to what comes next, I think. Mm, yeah. But I didn't. I didn't not have a good time with this one. Agreed. We're on the same page. It was a fine episode. Mm-hmm. And that was the episode, The Serpent's Pass is what we called that. We had fun here. Brendan, you know what would be fun for us to do right now is if we were to read an email on the show. Ba-da-ba-da-ba email. Ba-da-ba-da-ba email. Beautiful. Hi, guys. Hey. Uh, I've been listening to the show for a couple weeks now. I originally found your show when I was looking for a Samurai Jack podcast because I was doing my own personal rewatch. How serendipitous, I say. Me, Brendan, editorializing this. Very good. Um, very good. Glad, glad you found us. Glad to have you. Uh, and finding yours pod your podcast was a delightful surprise. Uh, I listen to you guys every day going back and forth from work, and I'm just starting to listen to Avatar The Last Airbender. Very exciting. Glad to have you here. Thanks for uh, writing welcome in. Welcome aboard. Yes, we, we are happy to have you. Yeah. Um, they go on to say that they are writing in uh, because they are sad that I have not been able to do my email song, so I appreciate the pity. <laughs> So this was an email specifically for you, Brendan, to get yep. you the opportunity to sing the email song. I think that's a lovely gesture. I do as well. 
Um, so thank you very much for your email. Uh, oh shit, I forgot. We we looked up how to pronounce your name a couple weeks ago, but I think it was uh, Phallus is where we Phallus fails tails. It's a tail. Tails miles per hour. <laughs> per hour. Wrote into our podcast. Look, apologies, not, apologies. For swear the, to God, for we're not sharing your name. We are. Tr- we really legitimately would like to pronounce your name correctly, but we're two very stupid men. Uh, thank you very much for writing in, uh, Talis. Uh, <laughs> if anyone else would like to send us an email, uh, to even if only to hear me sing the song, um, you can do so at gotarecap at gmail dot com. I think that's a worthy reason to send an email in. I think to so. give Brendan, you know, that joy he so desperately craves. I love the email song. We um, all do. Yeah. You can also write us at uh, Gotta Recap uh, on Twitter. Uh, Gotta Recap on Instagram. We're on YouTube. You can just search Gotta Recap. You'll find it. Uh, we are on. Uh, give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts. Give us a like on Spotify or anywhere else you find podcasts. That's it. That's great. I love it when That's all we do get these emails because you do all the housekeeping mm-hmm. and then inevitably I force you, Brendan, into leading us into the clumsy transition to the end of the episode. So, Serpent's Pass, huh? Yeah. I'm going to go Serpent's Pass out. All of yours are also sleep based, which yeah. is good. We used to do that a lot more on this show because it's eleven p.m. and I'm ready. <laughs> Brendan is living his truth right now, <laughs> and uh, let's let him serpents pass out. Uh, we will see you all next week for episode thirty-three. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye, Sing Sing.